I got a message for your American buddy. I'm your wife, damn it! Ah, would have to go up to the wives in the library or the supermarket and say hello. I am new here. I know, George, you think I don't know anything, but I know people. I get 18 years of my life to stand in the same spot as you. You want your file? I found you your file. You want it out? I got you out. You needed money? I found you some. Now, let's face it here. I've got to, you know, latch on to something in my life. Oh, yeah, you blind. No use to try to sweet talk me, Miss Scarlet. I know you ever since I put the first pair of diapers on you. Who was going to love me? Who, who was going to make me feel good? I wish I had a mother like me instead of nice. Nice gets you shit. I got a two-inch thick solo in steak. Sit and defrost and wait this minute. When you and Guy come over and supper with us tonight, what do you say? Welcome to another episode of The Best Supporting Podcast, a podcast dedicated to celebrating and dissecting the performances of our favorite Best Supporting Actresses. My name is Nick Kachanov, and you gotta ring them bells. And my name is Colin Drucker with a C, because Colin Drucker with a Z would be Z, not K. <laughs> Ooh, I almost did that. I almost, I literally wrote down, it's Kachanov with a V, not Kachanov with a Z, because Kachanov with a V goes v, not Z. And I was like, I can't do it. I'll mess it up. And then I just did it perfectly just now. So you just did it perfectly. I abbreviated it. I did the Diet Coke version. I did the like uh, Into the Woods Junior version. I just did Act One, you know? <laughs> just Act One. I, I just abbreviated it. It was barely what it was supposed to be, but I stand by it. You know, that's live theater for you, girls. It's true. Yeah. Uh, which is what we're kind of here to, you know, queen out about. Uh, I feel like this is almost like a special episode of the Best Supporting Podcast because we are not here to only queen out about our favorite Best Supporting Actresses, but to really queen out on the BSA of my year, uh, a, a true, you know, epiphany from our last week's episode on Stepping Out. Uh, we are here to just gush all over Liza with a Z. Yeah, it's uh, it's Jeliza, Fourth of Jeliza, and and on. But you know, like we said last week, uh, it's not an all Liza month. But you never know what can happen. Yeah, right. We might do Rent a Cop. I don't know. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm sure there's like a super cut of her best uh, moments on Arrested Development somewhere, yeah. you know? That's, I mean, that would be like, that would be the answer is is uh, Liza Minnelli is the other Lucille. I think that's... Lucille too, yeah. Oh my God. You know, like now having seen this, having seen Stepping Out, having kind of like, you know, really drinking the, the Liza Kool-Aid, the Kool-Aid with a Z, then you look at Arrested Development, it's like, I can't believe then you did that. Like... The yeah. the range, the lack of vanity. <laughs> the, it's just too much. It's true. I mean, I so I have seen Liza with a Z. I own the special edition DVD. Oh, my God. <laughs> which I took a picture of on my Instagram. Go follow me on Instagram, everyone. Uh, but it's, it's something that was introduced to me by my friend Shauna, like, Oh God, I feel like it was in like 2012 or something like that. So I, I'm a late bloomer for sure. Um, but the first song I ever heard from Liza with a Z was It Was a Good Time. And I mean, we will talk about that song, but <laughs> my, like my friend Shauna made me listen to it. And, and then we watched like just that song and I like freaked out. I was like, I have to see all of this, but it has been a while and I texted you when I was about to watch it too, and I I was so excited. But it it's just it's always better than I remember it being, and I am more in awe of her every time I watch this. On on the flip side, this is the first time I've ever seen Liza with a Z. Ugh. So uh, and I did not I do not have a, a special edition DVD, you know, but I had the option to watch <laughs> it on Pluto TV or Tubi or the Roku channel. Oh, nice. And good, I'll tell you the, the Ro- I I went with the Roku channel. There were three commercial breaks. NBD. <gasps> you know, I I just think it's worth mentioning some of these channels. The commercial breaks not a big deal. Yeah, every time I see like Tubi or something like that, I just always think it's gonna give like my TV a virus. You know what I mean? Oh, it's like those yeah. websites mm-hmm. that like, even though they're like established, but they're always like a little rough around the edges. What was that one platform that we liked that was like all BSA all the time? Well, I think Remember that was that Pluto. That was the one. Was that Pluto? That yes, was Pluto. Right. Tubi is great. Tubi is like, it, it's, I mean, I I have mostly kind of perused on there for horror movies, but the 
it is a vast warehouse. It is. It's like when you go to the Goodwill and you're just like, oh my god, there's just shells of tchotchkes. You know, or like, I think you've talked about this when you go yes. to the Goodwill and there's like you can you can get to the, like the early bucket. You know what I'm where it's like you get early access to like stuff that just showed up. It, it, my, Oh, do you know what I'm talking about? Did I say that? You did. No, I, is there like an early bird special? There's like a like... thing where you all like, and then everyone like digs through like a big <gasps> container, and you gotta like get in. Oh there. yes, yes, yes. The Goodwill outlet. Yes, yes of course. Yes, yeah. You gotta all wait behind the line. Yes, and then mm-hmm. they kind of let you loose. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. So Tubi is the Goodwill outlet of movies. It has just a vast selection, but there's garbage in there, obviously. Um, yeah, but there's also gems and there's like Liza with a Z with three commercial breaks. So it's, um, so that was nice to see that it was like, you know, readily available for the masses. Yes. I'm glad that you found it for free. Cause I was like, I wonder where he's going to find this. And lo and behold, lo- Tubi's got you Yeah. Back. Tubi's got me back. The Roku channel's got my back. Pluto's there if I need her. It's, it's all good. And I didn't really know what to expect. I, I, I just, period. I had no idea what to expect. Yeah. I knew that Liza Minnelli would be in it. And I imagined that she was going to address the Z in her name at some point, And both of those things oh, came true. Um, <laughs> it came true. It came true. Just like Anne Hathaway yeah, said. <laughs> it came true. And otherwise, I just kind of, I mean, it was a good time. There was my life before and after. It was a good time. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Whoa, 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 yes. whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, ugh. I, I feel like people say all the time, like, there are a few things, I guess, that I would, I wish I could go back and watch for the first time, and this would definitely be one of them. I'm so jealous of your first watch. What are your, what are your initial takeaways after all this? So you know. It it starts and like you know it it goes right into it like she's just like okay let's you start with this first number yes and I I actually knew I knew that I knew like a piece of it because I've listened to Ross Matthews podcast Straight Talk and he samples uh, and uses on like his soundboard like the little you know, like musical lilt and then her saying yes and so like I knew that oh, and I nice. was like oh I know that thing. Um, but I almost felt like the the first two songs, I was like, what is happening? Like, we're just in it. And like, there is no introduction, mm-hmm. you know, God bless the child, you know? And so, <laughs> and and then I, it, like, then she, I think that, that after that point, she kind of like chats with the audience for a second and we go into the whole name thing. And that's where I was like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, is this what it's going to be? Oh my, okay. And I loved it. I mean- you know, it, it, I, I watched it twice. So I will say that I watched it twice. Oh, I'm so happy. And I'm glad I did because I think, you know, it was like the first time around there were maybe some things that didn't pop as much as the second time. And I imagine when I watch this again, there'll be other things that maybe I appreciate more. But it, it, the extent to which I touched my chest during it was a good time. <laughs> I figured if the rest of this is garbage... What she just did, what you did on that stage, um, was worth it. I, I don't recall ever bringing up Liza singing. It was a good time from Liza with a Z. But I could give. I, I that that is like the TED talk that I want to give. It is a masterclass in acting, and I. And it's like the fourth song, so it's right after Liza with a Z, mm-hmm. like when you're starting to get in the groove, and then she does this number. Yeah. And it is chaos and beautiful, and I, we'll, we'll get to it, but I'm I'm just so glad that we got to shine a light on that finally. I can't believe I haven't mentioned it up until now. I mean, it was so, I was like, this is my life. Oh, she can't sing the lyrics because she's, I can't take it. This is just too much. Like I, the face journeys, Jesus. Oh, Oh. we'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it. And then like hard left into, I gotcha. All of a sudden it's just like the boogie woogie, uh, you know, dancing as Leslie Nope said, the the dancing. dancing. And I was, and they, and then you realize, Oh, there's dancers and these, I have, I want to know about all of these dancers and yep. I know that, uh, what's her name? Anne ranking was one of the dancers. I think she was. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So I like, guess. I feel like I 
I maybe just cool. recognized her. And there was another woman. Uh, I think there was only one black woman, but I think she on IMDb has a lot of credits. So and has a picture. Mm-hmm. So she's gone on to have a bit of a career. But um, oh, I mean, the men, these male dancers. I was like, what? YMCA did Liza pluck you out of like you guys are just like quintessential gay men in New York in the 70s in the 70s yes yes it's like they're I am like turned on by them uh-huh. in a weird way uh-huh. that like grunting that they do at the beginning uh, uh, uh. Uh. and I will say this too um, I'm, I'm hoping I can remember all the like little bits and bobbles like kind of outside of Liza with a Z but um, Sasha Velour does a lip sync to I Gotcha at one of her nightgown shows. Oh, wow. It's so good. And it is like, I, it's been a while since I've seen it, but it's almost like, I almost said word for word, word for word, but also like the, the exact same choreo too. Like she's doing it all. And after I saw that, I was like, Sasha Velour, <sighs> she just gets it. She gets it. Right. I, you know, I feel like she gets kind of painted into a corner. It's like, oh, she's just this, or she, you know, the rose petals, blah, blah, blah. I, because I've, I've seen her in uh, nightgowns, I guess, a couple times, mm-hmm. uh, maybe like once or twice, like live. But then I've seen like videos and other performances she's done. And it's like, yeah, she's she's doing something a little bit different. She gets it. She gets those little moments. Um, she's so much more than just kind of like hyper intellectual bald queen, you know? Yeah. And for as much as I just, you know, I I can rave about it was a good time. I I don't know if this exists, but I and part of me doesn't want to even look it up because I feel like Liza is just the template and you can't you can't do any better than that. But I need to see a drag queen do this song. Well, if this was a lip. Go ahead. Sasha Velour would be the one I'd want to see. You know, like that's that's the first. I mean, you know, sure, there's Alexis Michelle, blah, blah, blah. You know, but like I I want I would want to see Sasha Velour bring her kind of like she does that rage face. You know what I mean? She does that like big toothy rage face. I would have loved to see that Uh with the song. I would love to see if theoretically, this is one of my theories for All Star 7, that like if they get to the top four, that every queen would get to do a lip sync song of their choice. And I would love to see Jinx Monsoon <sighs> do that number. I mean, it's like the debate between like Rose's turn and it was a good time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of yes, like, I mean. Or the uh, medley. You know, do both. What do I care? You know? It, if this ever popped up as a lip sync on Drag Race, I don't know what I'd do. I don't know what I'd do. I would like rip out my non-existent hair. Right. <laughs> Rose petals coming down. I I just, it's so, it's so good. Okay. We're, but I don't really know where to start. I know we were kind of going through the songs, which I liked. I liked that convo, but I brought it to a halt here. So, you know, and, and you know, this is early gushing, you know, for anyone who, for some reason, doesn't know what we're talking about. This is, uh, this was a, a, televised special that uh, premiered in 1972 with a 26-year-old Liza Minnelli. <gasps> it's crazy. She seems yeah, 42 at the same time. It, I don't know how to describe it's it. It's insane. Like, she just seems so much more, like, especially with It Was a Good Time, it was like, how do you know all of those? Emo- You're 26. Like, yeah. this is bananas. But... It's um I I loved you know the fact that it was like choreographed and produced by Bob Fosse. I thought about yes. Liza and stepping out playing Mavis Mavis talking about uh, auditioning for Bob Fosse and like I didn't yes. get the part but I got to touch his shirt and I thought oh but yes. look in real life look what you got to do in real life and I know um and of course like they had all you know and it's all the music by Candor and or Fred Ebb is it all Candor and Ebb is that what it is. Not all, and I actually have like the. Uh, there's like a special pamphlet in the DVD. I brought it up with me to record oh, just good. in case I needed a re- the. Um, I'd say like it's it's a good amount of Candor and Ebb. I see that of course the cabaret medley, uh, ring them bells is Candor and Ebb, and Liza with a Z, and yes, the first song is all Candor and Ebb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God bless the child doesn't read to me is uh you know. Very Abby. I feel like that's a spiritual or yeah, something. I'm like, yeah, yeah. careful. I don't know if it would hold up these days, but also, you know, she she kills it. Um, yeah, it was written by Billy Holiday. Oh, yeah. Oh, it says B Holiday. I don't know why they wouldn't just put her name like full, for every composer. They put like F Ebb for Frank. Uh huh. Yeah. Kander. Yeah. I don't know why they do that. Yeah. Anyway, and I guess yeah, uh, Son well, of a Preacher cool. Man is that's. I mean, that was a Dusty Springfield song, so um, yeah, that makes sense. My Mammy probably is. <laughs> Not. <laughs> yeah. What? Okay. Was that? 
I don't know if you would know this, but there's somewhere in my brain, my gay little brain that like thinks, was that a song that like Judy did a lot? Like, was that like an homage in some way? I, I just, I, I'm trying to rationalize it in any way that I can. Cause it's, it's not the greatest song choice. You know what I mean? It's like Liza shouldn't be singing it, but I mean, am I, Am I on to something there? I don't know. Or did I just make that up? You're the man with the pamphlet. I mean, I I was t- I was going to turn right? you of like, okay, so I I did a little bit of digging, but it, I was curious, um, you know, about some of the choices because it's like, oh, this is a real this is a real range. Um, yeah. But and so maybe what we can do is, you know, uh, since this is a little bit different than our usual uh, our usual fare, um, is we could just kind of share our thoughts number by number and kind of just clean out Ugh, from there. Uh, a dream, yeah. And and you know because it, well, it was a good time. We have a lot of feelings about. We'll still end with a lot of feelings on the cabaret medley. So you know we're not gonna like blow the confetti too early. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure there are some songs we'll, we won't dig into as yeah. much. But, um, yeah, so let's let's do this, Colin. Let's, let's do this. Let's let's say yes. Let's, let's say, say yes. yes. Let's say yes to <laughs> Liza in a white pantsuit, just just feeling her goddamn oats. Like a bat out of hell, yeah. yeah. And I think this is such a good, it's a great structure because it, this is like a cabaret, but not. It's a cabaret and it's a show and it's like a it's like a whole production. It almost feels like a musical in some ways, true, like uh, too, like a review. But I think this is such a good like when people do from the few cabarets that I've seen. Like you don't start by just coming out and like talking. You start with like a big opening number, mm-hmm. and I think this is like it shows so much personality. I'm there's like this part where she like winks and nods her head and this like little beats. It's mm-hmm. it's like that's the first time you see like the little bit of Fosse come through and the mic grab is great where she just like yanks. It. Oh, I love yeah, I love the ferocious yanking. I love, you know, you, you could do a supercut of all of the microphone and microphone standography that Liza does throughout the show. Moving the stand over to the edge of the uh, edge of the stage, ripping the mic out. Like it's the mic is part of the performance. Totally. It's so, and I think too, this is kind of a side note, I guess, but I do love, I feel like this, it's in the 70s, so it has that like, I don't know, that sort of like company feeling, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like there's something there. It's like in the 70s, it was just, (laughs) it was just better. Like, what a time for Broadway and just like, and amongst all these other things too. Yeah, I, I, I love this. I mean, I will say that like, Probably once I watch this a third time, then I'll be like, oh, yeah. Like, it's for some reason, the first number, I even the second time I watched this, I was like, I'm so disoriented. There's so much, like, I'm so overwhelmed, but not in a bad way. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just yeah, like, sure. oh, we're just here. And so I feel like, yes, is one of those things that I will come to appreciate more. Uh, yeah. I'm like the eighth view of like, oh, you know what I love this time? Yes. Yes. Uh, and it's at the end of that last thing I had in my notes is like at the end of the song, everyone just like loses it. It's like pure excitement and like Liza, the way that she like kind of she does like a gasp laugh. Uh-huh. And yeah. it's, like, it's like so full of joy and gratitude. I feel like I'm just I'm as excited as she is <laughs> to she, be there or to be watching. She has a couple of those. I think there's one after Bye Bye Blackbird as well, where she kind of goes like a, huh, uh, or something like that, like right yes, after the end yes, of the song. Yes. And it's so, oh, I just love it. Uh, well, we, so th- here's the thing as well. We, you know, it moves into God Bless the Child. And the thing with this number as well is that like, did you, you watch season 12 of Drag Race, right? Uh, was that that was the Brooklyn Heights no, season? No, so season twelve was Jada's original season. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't. So they did like the no, whatever. You know, that's that's not like requisite viewing. Um, but they did uh, the Madonna Rusical, which maybe you've heard about. Yes, and so yeah, one of the numbers. Uh, you maybe know the name Britta Filter. She was. I, I think of it course, was Britta yes. Filter. I feel like whatever number she did, I feel like. When I hear this song, I think of Britta in that musical. So I'm imagining that she sang a song to the same tune of God Bless the Child. I think it was. Ah, I see. I think it was God Bless the Gays. And so. Oh, okay. I. And it's not good. And so I feel like it put. It put a little bit of like. 
a little bit of, you know, catch up on my ice cream. You know what I mean? It's like, ugh, you know, yes. it's like now when I hear this song, I think of that version, you know? Yeah, I guess that's a little bit of um, just a little cloud above it. Yeah. For sure. Liza does a very different version of it, though. I feel like it doesn't play to the same beats. I feel like she really it's a very different kind of like take on it. So it didn't take away from it. It was just like, oh, I know why I've tasted this before, you know? Yeah, I I do think this is one of her stronger vocals too in the entire show because like she goes there, mm-hmm. she she really it does take off. So I appreciate this. I usually because I have it downloaded on Spotify too. I'll typically skip this song, mm-hmm. um, but you know I respect it. Yeah, there's always the ones where it's like, oh, you know, let let's just go to the hits. And you know, so for example, right. if I was listening to this album, I'd probably go right to say Liza, Liza with a Z. Liza with a Z. That's, you know, perfect segue here. It's This is their first... And I didn't write down when she talked to the uh, audience, but I feel like you're right. Like, after she does God Bless the Child, she chats because yeah. there's that whole intro. Right, right. Because I, I, I definitely remember feeling like once God Bless the Child started, I thought, hey, Li- Liza, if you could just acknowledge us, just for... I just want I just want to know you know we are here. That's all. Uh, and then she does. She, she, you know, chats with the audience before, you know, the, the kickoff of the song is, um, well, and this is something that I noticed and I'm curious if, since you've probably listened and re- watched mm-hmm. this a few times, I feel like this little bit here of her setting it up feels like a little bit of stand up, and I don't know if it like totally works, but I, I'm okay with it because it's Liza. Yes. There's like one joke that I can't remember that didn't really land the way that she probably thought it would, it, and then yeah. she keeps going. Yeah, it's the it, um, it, it yeah, it's the that you know, there's someone says, "Oh, Lisa, I love your hat." And she's like, "Oh, thanks, it's Liza," and that's my hair. And I feel like it doesn't yes, really that's it. land. That's the one. Yeah, it's and and maybe like you're saying too, it's like people. I think obviously all of this was written for her too, but like um, it's probably the only part where I feel like. It is the first time she's talking to, so I would also have, like, so much adrenaline coming off of those numbers. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, trying to, like, I'm, like, leave her alone. I know, yeah, But I also right. feel like she's probably, it just does sound like it's script as opposed to, like, I mean, she makes the most of it, too. And then she, it, it kind of, like, seamless, seamlessly sort of, like, melts into the beginning of Liza with a Z because, you know, she's telling a story. Oh, yeah. I do love, it doesn't, oh, sorry. It, I was gonna say, it doesn't take away anything, but it, it, I just, I yeah. noticed that, like, oh, that joke there was a different way to yeah yeah. it just didn't land on all four wheels you know i do love i don't know if it's part of the banter or right before like the song actually starts but um she's she says something with liza or they call her lisa and then she she goes wrong i love the way she says that oh that was my that was my other you know considered opening was yeah the way she goes um and people always call me lisa wrong and i just it was (laughs) such a like Oh my god! It was I. I felt like I was watching something that so many theater girls and gays have carried forth. Like this felt like yes. oh, this is a bell that many people have rung. Is is doing that oh, wrong? Yeah. Anne Hathaway's done that wrong a few times when someone's called her like Anne, and she's like, "Just call me Annie." Anne wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wrong. I we should like put it in our after show, like right after, yes. like the theme, right after <gasps> Elaine. Oh my, goes, wrong. Yes, wrong. <laughs> I'm all over it. I'm all over it. We got to do it. Yeah. Okay. Huh. But yeah, it's it's a great song. It's a great patter song. I think it really works. And it's this is like a workout. This song, especially by the end, because it's a tongue twister too. This is incredible. This is so, I mean, I had obviously heard the the title Liza with a Z and I assumed there would be a song about it, but man, it was so good. Yeah, it was, it was, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, not getting married today is my only other example of a patter song. And I was like, yeah, like that, like that song. Yes, it speeds up Mm -hmm. and it really, um, and it's like perfectly executed. I, I just feel like there's I know I think I read she rehearsed for like eight months for this, which it would take me that long. To, it would take me longer than that to do all this. And it just even though I know it was filmed and they obviously took breaks, um, it does feel like she does this all in one swoop. Mm. Oh, and I yeah. feel like because even some of the later numbers, too, she's like still out of breath. 
um, which I just don't know how she did it. But that's, you know, that's another story. Yeah, I mean, that was my question of like, I don't know Liza's personal life. I don't was like, I I believe that there was at some point maybe a drinking issue or a drug issue. Like, I don't know what that is. Like, are we watching Liza on uppers is what I'm asking. Yeah, sure. I, I, I often thought the same. And I also don't I, I know that there was, you know, drug abuse uh for sure, but I don't know what if it was alcohol, if it was pills, or both. Um, but yeah, she's pretty. She's excited to be there. We'll say that she's twenty six. Yeah, she's she's twenty six. She's twenty six. Uh, Lies with a Z would love to see a drag queen do this as well. I think this is. I mean, it's one of those performances that like you're you're kind of waiting for it to be over because you want to see if they're gonna pull it off. You know what I mean? Like yes. all of the like. The you know goes not cut or whatever you know nuts or whatever it is you know I'm not even doing it right but like there's so many little things where it's like God if I even had if I thought about for a second what I was about to sing I would fuck it up you know what I mean like if I thought about what the next word was I would say the wrong word yeah I will say this like when I whenever I have to learn a song it, it always is easier to memorize when it's faster I feel like I because you like you were saying like you don't think about it it's just there whereas like a slow song if there's like a measure or two and your mind wanders mm-hmm. it's it's for me it's easier to fuck up like lyrics or something like that so yeah I feel like she probably just said this over and over and over until she got it that's what I would do yeah yeah it's it's really it is incredible and then it, she scoops right into you know uh wasting no time with what I would consider to be an 11th hour you know uh bringing down the house number mm-hmm. and I thought that this was from a show it was a good time it sounded like oh this sounds like it's from that show but it's not like it's um there's the the music from it is the it's music from this movie Ryan's daughter. Uh, it's Rosie's theme. So they they adapted some of the music from this other movie's score, yes. and then everything else is all you know original to to this, which I was like blown away. This song, I mean, we're gonna get to what I consider to be the greatest face journey in all of like live singing. <laughs> like halfway through uh-huh. this but it, it is so bizarre in a way um and like the lyric it's like what is this song about it kind of sounds like you know she has this relationship with her father and you know he's not around but it's also about like remembering good times and like but i don't know if it's from like the perspective of like the daughter or like the mother did you get that like were you also feeling that or were you like no I got it well, I, I understand everything I think that that's one of the reasons I thought it was from a show is because it felt like there was this whole other yeah. narrative attached to it about like you know a, a man who had left and and there seemed to be something about her and and the child that looked like the father who was no longer there and so and then there was the nursery rhyme section and I was like okay there must be like a reference point here that I'm not aware of and then the fact that there isn't the fact that there's no reference point to Liza saying yes he he looks just like him there's no (gasps) reference point to what that is you just have to figure that out and I was like oh that's so cool ugh you want us (laughs) to think like the whole like nursery rhyme you know sort of section is so crazy and like she commits like when she's saying that like yes Yes, she looks a lot like him. Yes. And then she like pauses and she's like, my fair lady. And then she like, I I will walk around the house sometimes just singing that part. And also like the baby, baby bunting. Oh, (laughs) yeah. That part is daddy's gone. The way she says it. Ugh. Yeah. Not your dad. That's too bad. I mean, like the way that she does that part, I was just like, you. But then... I mean, because I was, yeah, I mean, my pearls were ripped from my neck at that point. But then I I just couldn't believe this part where she, then then that, like, that music, the the, the, where she, like, can't get the words out. Up. Where she's like, oh, yes, good time. It was a party. Yeah. <laughs> and she can barely get them out. And I was like, this is so cool. No, oh, this is so cool. And um, I did find 
because uh, I did not find any lip syncs of it, but I did find another performance of Liza's on YouTube from like 1982. And okay, at, looking looking like okay, if there was ever a drinking problem, maybe it was in 1982 because sure. she just looks. Yeah. There's just a very different look, but it's also really interesting to see an older Liza singing this song, which it kind of adds to it. I feel like there's there's a benefit to someone older singing the song, and. Oh man, it's so good. She like, she, all of that stuff, all of that middle stuff, all of that not being able to sing the words, which feels so kind of like you couldn't script that or you couldn't kind of like rehearse that. Or if you Mm -hmm. did it again, it would feel derivative of the first time. None of that was an issue. It felt just as fresh watching her do it in 1982. She found new ways to do it. And I just I could I could just watch a series of people do that section of the song of like here I want to see you not be able to sing the words now I love that yeah why can't that be like a TikTok challenge right <laughs> like let's make that happen right that's what I want to see it is the way she says and I believed <laughs> it's so good it's so and ugh. yeah the 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 two parts which one of them we already talked about too is like um. Uh, mama will be near you. Mommy, uh, mama will stay near you. Not your dad. That's too bad. And then she kind of stands and stares. And then the music comes back on. Uh-huh. Like it's sort of like da 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 And she like comes back to life. And it's now like this sort of like nightmarish music. Uh-huh. It just feels like there are like fun house mirrors. And she's like, she's not even moving though, folks. Let's just like she's just standing there and delivering. And the like the the other part of this which i think is even more genius is um it's right after she says and i believed cuz it's like that nightmare music mm-hmm. and then it, um then she goes back and she like has to like laugh and get back into the other zone yeah. for like the a section of this song again and i don't know how i would have like navigated that like how do i get back to that cuz she's like in this crazy zone and she just laughs and Brings it on home in the last fifteen seconds. Yeah, the it's crazy. The the eighty nineteen eighty two version is really interesting how she does that as well. Where I feel like she like puts her hands on her face and then like rips them off her <gasps> face and like goes for it. And it's oh, it's just so cool. It's so like like the kind of like performance where like I just couldn't look away because there's like so much going on at like every second. And what I want to know is in all of that. Is she, like, is she thinking about it? You know what I mean? Like, it all feels so mm-hmm. organic that, like, and yet we know that it's so rehearsed that, like, I don't know. I think that's what's always so impressive, right, about acting is, like, you have to rehearse something, like, 8,000 times, and then you have to make it look fresh the night of the performance, yeah, and then every yeah. subsequent performance. But, like, there's one thing to do that with, like, a joke or, like, choreography, but it's another thing to do that with a, like, getting choked up moment, you know? Yes. It's uh, a masterpiece. I can't wait to watch the 1982 one. I can't believe I never sought that out. Uh, yeah, it's it. <laughs> I mean, it it sought me out. I wasn't even like doing the work, uh, so I'm yeah. surprised it didn't find you. But you know what? I you shouldn't be embarrassed because you had just said before you wished you could go back to a time when you saw that performance yeah. for the first time, and now you're gonna get to do mm-hmm. that in a different way. So. Ooh, yes. What a gift. Oh, what a blessing. Yeah. That's right. I, you know, look at all the good I do. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure um, someone would have let us know. Yes. So, um, so that brings us to a, a very significant shift uh, in costume, in tone, in music, uh, a real act to, to I Gotcha, mm-hmm. which I, if I'm being honest, was maybe not like I I wasn't as excited by as I was, but it was a good time because it's just like, oh, now I, I feel like I'm on laughing now. But I admired the performance of it. I see what you're saying. I think the first time I watched it, I was also like, what is this? Because the choreo is crazy. And her moves are so funny. Like that chicken move she does across the stage. Her outfit is perfect. It seems like, yeah, it is wild, but I have really grown to love this number and it just need, you just need to watch it a couple more times and you'll be in, you'll be locked in. But I I see what you're, where you're coming from. Cause I was kind of like that. Yeah. So I'm at that stage, but I kind of know that like, 
yeah, I feel like with Company, for example, which is like, you know, one of my few examples of something I've listened to over and over and then eventually like um, uh, you could drive a person crazy. Then finally I realized, oh, my yeah. God, this song is genius, sure. you know? Yes. Uh, yes. So, so, you know, give the egg time to crack, you know? Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then that brings us to a, a familiar number or at least a familiar song, Son of a Preacher Man. And, um, you know, I, I got to almost applaud the backup dancers, not maybe first because they work their asses off in this song. Oh, it's incredible. I mean, she's great, but like their choreography is exhausting. Yeah. All that Fosse stuff and like the way your body has to move. I can only imagine that rehearsal process because I'm sure he was like on them. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It adds to it. And I do love, I mean, the first, uh, you know, uh, I gotcha is only with two people, but I do love, I feel like Liza comes more alive too when she's with other people on stage Mm. who wouldn't because it's like, look what we get to do. (laughs) Right. Right. This is going to go down in like history. Like this is, we're making something magic here. Yeah, I yeah. Once once she's kind of enveloped in this crowd of like Fosse dancers, it's like, oh wow, look at like yeah. Oats have never been more felt, you know. Yeah, it's like, and also I've never paid so much attention to the lyrics of like how sexual this song is. Mm-hmm. I just remember when like you know the only boy who could ever teach me was the son of a preacher man, and I'm like, oh. There's that too, and right. I never quite got that undertone, like ever. I never thought about it. Yeah, and it's like, this. and and that's probably probably the only lyric that I like definitely know from this song, and I've never yeah. thought about what it means. Yeah, it's um. There was an article I read very briefly before we started recording about how and Liza described his choreography or Fosse's choreography is like silly sexy. Mm. And I think that like works so well, especially for like even the I gotcha uh, choreo and this too. Like it is funky. It's different and also very sexy. And I, this is like the perfect example. It, yeah. Funky is the word there is like, this is, we're in the funky section of Liza with a Z. It's so funky. Uh, I I had no idea there was a funky section, uh, but yeah, son of a preacher man. I think the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, like I don't know why I wasn't, you know, just sometimes some things hook you more than others. But then the second time I watched mm-hmm. it, I was like, oh man, this just takes off. But really, yeah. this is where if we're gonna look at like supporting players and something, if that's our brand, best supporting, you know, backup dancers, they, yes, they're great. Just between this and ring them bells. I mean, I guess by the next three songs, they really fucking shine. Yeah. I, I'm a bye bye blackbird Stan. I can't wait to talk about it, but, uh, yes, I, I totally agree. And everyone's always in black and white, which I kind of love. Yeah. Well, you know, that brings us to ring them bells, which I, I, a song I am, somewhat familiar with and yeah same uh but again would have assumed was coming from like somewhere else was not original just to liza with a z yeah i mean this is again one of those it is it is a it is a musical number like it feels like that yeah um and i i love the addition of the bells like it's like on their their hands and their ankles and like on their rumps but it's never like cute schmaltzy it always like i don't know it just like doesn't read as cheeky or like juvenile because it could get i just thought it would be like kind of it just works is what i'm trying to say it's so i mean it's great what i love is also like sometimes songs that are telling a story can kind of get a little flat because it's like well i gotta tell all the story it's like oh get to the chorus you know um yes but ring them bells it tells this great story of this woman you know traveling around the world to try to find love and ends up meeting the guy who lives in the apartment next to her is on riverside drive and i and yet it's it the way that it's written the way that kind of builds and builds and builds like it it kind of maintains kind of a uh there's a suspense to it or like a reason to kind of not drift out uh, and then it just, you know, besides the fact that just watching it, some of these boys, the like there was mm-hmm. one in like the towards the front who was like, 
you know, on his elbows and his knees and like ass tooched in the air. And I was like, and and just shake it, <laughs> ringing them goddamn bells. And I was like, I oh, the element you are in. It was just, I I just loved it. I just, I, I hope all of those, all of those dancing gay men had a wonderful time uh, at the anvil sure afterwards. Yeah. Um, yes. But, uh, I love, you know, and then, and Liza, of course, has donned a pair of glasses and has transformed herself into this, this poor Shirley character. Uh, yes. And the part where they form a soul train of bells for her to kind of just yes. jazz through. And at one point, it almost sounds improvised where she goes, ring them bells. Like she, she, <laughs> as if she's like, go for it, yes. ring them in this number. Like it's so, <laughs> like, I was like, God, ring those fucking bells like it was so to your point not cheesy at all couldn't get enough of it yeah it's like joyful and liza's such a good storyteller so like every country she goes to and like this entire story that it's a long number too Mm -hmm. is it it just feels like oh i can't wait to see what she says next and you know they're making like furniture out of each other and just like really finding creative ways to make it interesting i guess too but you know the kick line is great love a kick yeah line. yeah um it's just really a, it's an earworm to this number even if you don't mm-hmm. remember any song from this i feel like you'll remember that it also has kind of like and maybe it's this character that she's playing it has kind of a barbara streisand quality like i could see barbara going yes. riverside drive you know like <laughs> Uh, so I, I, I'd be curious to see if she's ever done a cover of this. Cause that feels, uh, this feels like, you know, right up her alley. Oh yeah. Only she'd be like five Riverside drive. Riverside drive. And just like, kind of, and like, like an aside. <laughs> right, you know, right, Riverside right. Drive. Yeah. Oh my God. Riverside drive. Um, and the audience goes wild. Right, you know? right. Cause she does that. Shirley DeVore. Yeah. My name is Shirley DeVore. Yeah. Uh, it's great. That's great. Um, so that brings us to Bye Bye Blackbird, which is a, is a number that I think by the second watch, I was like, oh. And, uh, you know, I think on the third and the fourth, even more so. But you being a, a, a Blackbird head, why don't you take a, take this one away? <laughs> I just think this one, it, it brings me like the most joy as far as like the group numbers. It is so fossy in the best way. It's like Pippin came out the same year. This is in 1972. And this is like, because I, I mean, obviously, I need to like rewatch um, just because it was so good. The Bob Fosse, Michelle Williams. What, what was it Fosse called? Fosse Verdon. Fosse Verdon, yes. It's like, it's in the name, Nick. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, Bob it was Fosse, Fosse Gwen and Gwen Verdon. Verdon. I'm like, yeah. Bob Gwen. It is it Bob Gwen? Is it called yeah. Bob Gwen? <laughs> I'm like, the white gloves. <laughs> um, I, I just... Um, this is like the period of time where Fosse was like just like being showered in like Tony Awards and Emmy Awards. And this is all in the same year because he won an Emmy for this or two. I think it won four total. And then um, Pippin went on. He won like best choreography that year and also best director. And this is so like leading player energy. This sort of like it's the same thing in mm-hmm. Chicago. Like they always start in that like Fosse triangle or some like, you know, uh, uh sort of version of that I guess too but it's so fun and sexy and like slinky which mm-hmm. is not and, and it just I, I would have never thought to like uh, arrange Bye Bye Blackbird in this way like because it just doesn't seem like it fits and it's so cool I feel like in some ways this number is harder than the faster paced ones because I, I mean I've never obviously danced any Vasi choreo but I imagine it's like I feel like they're just working way harder than we we know, but they're so good at it, but it still probably takes a lot of energy to do this. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And uh, there was like one more thing. I do love Liza's entrance on this. And she just like kind of waltzes in and she's like, Blackbird. <laughs> she just like keeps going. It's so funny and so perfect. And I, I love like a group walk across the stage. Uh-huh. That happens at one point. Yeah, yeah. Like it's um, the amoeba, just the the human amoeba, just moving across the stage. Like that's such a theater thing. Yeah, I feel like I see it all the time in Drag Race group numbers where mm-hmm. they all walk. Mm-hmm. But I'm always into it. I'm always pro that move because it's easy and you just walk and beat. But um, this, like the black hats, the styling of this, I, 
I think it's beautiful. I think it's so cool and unexpected. I think that's probably why I always come back to it. And I just love the arrangement of the song. So it's it might be in my top three, to be honest, of Liza with a Z. Wow. All right. All right. Well, maybe four. Yeah. That's a crazy statement. I might retract it by the end of the episode. I will. I will only. <laughs> I'll write it down in pencil, but I'll keep my little eraser next to it. Uh, yes, just in case. So <laughs> we we get quite a shift here, and and this is one of my favorite micro moments in all of Liza with the Z is that she's talking to the audience, oh. and she's like, um, she, you know, one of the thing, one of the hardest things about you know doing something like this is um and then she looks down and it says trying to find a new love song like the way that she like looks yes. down at her chest and then looks up and in this very conversational way says trying to find a new love song and it i don't know why but the way that she looks down and then looks up i'm obsessed with that i don't know what it is but that would be like the thing i would keep watching for every time i watch liza with a z is when she does that little <laughs> kind of moment Oh, I feel like it's chock full of them. I wish she talked to the audience more, but also, you know, it's a, it's a cool 55 minutes too, folks. I, 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 I think it's the perfect length. Yeah, I mean, we're up to song nine and we're at the home stretch here. We're, you know, this is a short one where she does this um, not quite a love song of you've let yourself go, which uh, it's so funny because it's like knowing that Liza's 26 singing a song that's clearly like, you know, a, a middle-aged, we've been married so long, uh, I don't even hate you anymore, I just live with you kind of energy. Um, it's like, she's, she. you would think she's too young to sell this song, but she pulls it off. Um, but I do think it's also just kind of like an amuse-bouche between Bye Bye Blackbird and the end of the show. Yes, I... I kind of paid a little bit more attention to this one because normally I'm not as it's another skipper, mm -hmm. you know, when I'm listening to it in my car or something like that. But I do. I, I did make a note. Her banter about finding the perfect love song was great. And I I think that's like this song is like funny, but not like haha -ha funny. And it's like sad and it's kind of campy in a way, too. But I do. I feel like she looks so much like Judy in this number. There's like mm. this moment where it's just like, it's that big white collar and like short hair. It's very like the man that got away from A Star Is Born. Like that, I mean, that is just like a perfect scene. Um, and I didn't get like, I, I don't know. She just like, um, you know, she was really channeling her. <laughs> so it's like what I was thinking throughout this number, which is never a bad thing, obviously. Oh, I love when she looks like her mother. I love when, yeah. it's, and I always find like when she pushes her bangs up and you can see her full forehead, I feel like then like all the Judy shows. And yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, moment like some, and some of these slower numbers, you know, or moments in like, it was a good time or you've let yourself go where she just kind of parks and barks it. You get more of those, mm -hmm. more of those Judy moments, which yeah, I love. Yeah, it was, it's a good number. Absolutely. You know, I will say this, her performance of my Mammy is huge. I mean, it is, uh, it is. she rings out the goddamn rag and now I'm wondering, am I misremembering when she's like squatting down in front of the audience? Is it after my Mammy, not after Bye Bye Blackbird? Or do you not remember? Let me see, because I remember that. No, it, it's during my mammy. The audience loves that she gets down on her knees. Yes. And they, they, yes That's yes, what yes. it is. It's not after Bye Bye Blackbird. And yeah, so that made me appreciate my mammy more of like, oh, yeah, she really, like for this to not be the last number, like she really like emptied the tank on this. Yeah, it's it's like a showstopper. She like drags that mic stand across and it's like a big... Da, 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 and then she just wails yeah and it's awesome and it's it's like i mean she's 26 so she's like it's healthy and it's like you also have a little bit of that like what i think i mentioned last week is like when sometimes when judy goes up there it's like is she gonna make it oh my mm -hmm. gosh but like she definitely does and it's pretty satisfying to watch yeah it's a i feel like that's a number that i'll i'll probably appreciate more on the next watch as well where it's like well you know regardless of of what my mammy is about or who mammy is or who should be calling mm -hmm. people mammies or whatever this yeah. is all in the context you know what i mean like you know <laughs> liza's canceled um <laughs> <laughs> But uh, this does then bring us to the cabaret medley at the end, which is just like, like, oh, my 
God. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Like, I can't believe now you're gonna do the cabaret medley. Yeah, the bell of the ball. It really, it's a song that I go to free, or like, even though it's a medley, you know, it's a, I don't know how long it is actually. Oh, actually, I do know because it's right in front of me. It's, uh, it's listed as 10 minutes and 22 seconds, but that also includes the bowels, it says. So, yeah, yeah. You know, she's, it's like a mini review here. She's like packing a punch at the end. And I did read that they put mine hair in and they took it out for time. And I was mm-hmm. like, give us mine hair. That sucks that we didn't get that. That would have made it even more perfect. But I'm also fine with what we got because it's exceptional. <laughs> yeah. So this had, it starts with the um, money makes the world go round, which I yes. feel like I'm also most familiar with from Schitt's Creek when they did their the production of Cabaret. Uh, and there's a rehearsal scene of, uh, what's his name? Oh, yes. Uh, uh, Patrick, Patrick and, and Stevie. Um, and Stevie. Uh, and yes. so I was like, oh, and, and honestly, because then, you know, obviously in Schitt's Creek, then there's a whole performance of maybe this time by Stevie. And I was like, I, I might actually, I'm, I'm considering the possibility of thinking about that I might be ready to do a Schitt's Creek rewatch. Ooh, I think of that sometimes. I do. It just, I would be, yeah. I, because I, I think it needed to sit on the shelf for a while. And mm-hmm. then I watched <clears throat> watching this and then thinking about Stevie doing it and thinking about how good it was. And then thinking about, like, you know, Schitt's Creek, it, no, 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 alone in my apartment. No, it is good. <laughs> um, so uh, I really think I'm going to, uh, that might be a thing I do uh, because why watch something new? Why don't I just rewatch something I've seen two or three times already? I might, I might do a Schitt's Creek rewatch. So, yeah, you know, no shame in that game. Yeah. I fully support that. I'll, um, I'll let you know how it goes. I, yeah, I feel like there's now knowing what we know, you can just watch certain people. I feel mm-hmm. that that's everyone rewatches shit these days. You might as well do something that yeah. you love. You might as well enjoy things, you know, God forbid. Yeah, right. Yeah, so before money, um, the money song, it's uh, she actually sings uh, "Willkommen" when she like oh, she like comes right. through like the crowd and mm-hmm. she's like "Willkommen," and you know she kind of slinks up on stage and then she sings a song. They should have cut it's it's um it's called "Married," which is a, a sweet song. It's not sung by Sally, um, but in in the musical. But I mean, I liked it. But they could have put mine hair in there, and then we get in the money. Then maybe this time. And then Cabaret mm. is the end. Yeah, but maybe this time. I mean, your thoughts, Colin. Oh, my. So, okay. So, I don't know anything about singing, but I feel like I wonder if this is a thing that's a part of this song or a thing that you can hear and seeing the way, hearing the way mm-hmm. she does it. But, like, I feel like it's there's this thing where it's like, I think it's on like the line of like, uh, it's it like it's gonna happen or something like that where like it yes. all it like opens up like her voice opens up like it just there's something where it, it seems like it's she's changing how she's singing and I'm wondering if any of that registers or makes any sense I think it does I think it's just like she goes into like pure chest voice yeah like, yeah and, and it's really I don't like it's gonna happen I feel like it's like somewhere like a B flat or a C. like it's it's challenging but like manageable i guess like um and yeah it's just pure open vowel chest voice really bringing it home and it just it just works so well it's a beautifully written song and uh so good it's so good that when her voice cracks when she sings something's bound she like to begin mm-hmm. it's it's like it's like she's almost crying but not like i it's so good. The part where she like throws her head back and sings it, like towards the end, yep. where it's it, it's and it, yeah, it feels like all the like energy, all the energy is coming from like her chest, is all coming like right from right mm-hmm. from her like you know from her neck to her boobies, you know, and yeah, uh, and it's just so uh, below the boobies even to her belly button. God, I don't know, I don't know where <laughs> yes. it stops, but um, yeah, I mean, to the point that I thought that was going to be the last number. And even like, even the been. second time I watched it, I was like, God, because then it like, then it kind of goes almost dark and you can kind of see her face. And there's almost this look of like, oh, I did it. I pulled it off. And then it's like, no, yep. you still have one more number. I know. And so the last it's one so is, uh, is it, is it just cabaret? Ca- cabaret? The title song. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh my god! And it's like I think watching it the second time. What I enjoy most about watching her do cabaret um, is is that feeling of like, oh my god, you're pulling it off. You pulled it off. You did it because like knowing kind of like you know that it had all this rehearsal, but then it was like, all right, this is this is your one shot. You know what I mean? Like we have to get this right. And so there's just that feeling that like as she. Uh, as she hits that last note where like she mm-hmm. it's like she knows like she knows and she's like okay empty the rest of the tank here you yes. know like you're done girl cash all the chips in you did it Um, and I feel like you can see that she did that when they show her before the bow is completely disoriented backstage <laughs> oh yeah I, I love that and she throws the towel to the ground yeah but yeah you're right it's just like there's something because at this point too um what year did cabaret come out i feel like uh it also came out in 72 yeah is that crazy so just to kind of recap this bob fossey won an oscar for cabaret and also won an emmy award awards uh, maybe plural Mm -hmm. for this and then he won a tony award for (laughs) all in all in 1972 that's that's wild so has is he i feel like he's an egot i was just gonna ask is he an egot i mean he's certainly you know uh, let me look it up yeah yeah i feel like you know certainly an ego yeah hey oh i saw (laughs) i saw bob gwen i know what you're talking about (laughs) bob gwen bobby bobby and gwen bobby and gwen bobby Uh. (laughs) i carried you through charity I mean, she's so good. Oh, she's so good. Oh my god, she's so good in that. <gasps> he was—he is not an EGOT wow. winner. The only EGOT award that eluded his grasp, says Google, um, was the Grammy. He was never nominated for one. Mm, that's a but shame. It's although though the cast album for Red from Redhead, which I don't know, which he directed and choreographed, won Best Broadway Show Album at the second the second annual Grammys ever in 1959. So not an EGOT, just an ego, which I feel is pretty fitting it's for Bobby. pretty appropriate. For Bobby. Yeah, for yeah. Bobby. Yeah. But still, that's a yeah. great year. I mean, you know, not a schlub in any sense. Yeah. No. Um, that's crazy. Right? But, I mean, there you go. Steve Carell never got an Emmy for uh, I The know. Office. So, you know, uh, it just happens, you know? Um Yeah. It's going to happen. It's going to happen or it might not, you know? Yeah. But this Liza with the Z. Now, I mean, in in my digging around when I was first was looking for this, there were other specials on on, on HBO, on YouTube. There was an HBO special. There was another like full length ones uh, available on, on YouTube. And so I'm sure some of these hits might show up or there are other ones. Of but um, I'm, you know, uh, I am I'm ready to really uh fill in all my Liza gaps and I feel like this between this and stepping out I uh I just feel terrific you it's know it's a beautiful thing yeah yes I feel like we are like she's on tour and we're going we're driving from city to city just to like watch her do whatever she wants to do yeah uh I'm glad that that's available on YouTube I can't wait for that yeah so um this has been oh what a delight and uh yeah. much like liza we're gonna we're gonna end up you know making this about a cool hour because we are getting played off Ooh, it happens every time it happens every time yeah uh well you know uh god bless the orchestra they're playing something from liza with a z but in the meantime <laughs> where can folks find more of you they can find me on my other two podcasts, uh, The Good Vanilla, which is a Barefoot Contessa podcast, or The Squirrel Friends Cocktail Hour, where Amanda Kaczynski and I are recapping All-Stars 7, uh, the winter season of RuPaul's Drag Race. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Nick Kuchanov, with a V. <laughs> How about you, Colin? Uh, and you can find more of me on my other two podcasts, In the Details, A Celebration of Nuance, or All Right, Mary, where we are also covering All-Star 7, the all-winner season. And uh, you can find me on Instagram at ColinDrucker underscore, or you could find both of us in a best-supporting capacity on Instagram at BSAPod. 
or you can send us an email at thebsapod at gmail.com. Well, keep your peepers peeled, my friends, because as per usual, the Best Supporting After Show is coming out shortly exclusively on Patreon, where you would not only be getting access to the after show where we queen out on all the things that we've been watching and doing and eating and thinking and breathing and believing, uh, but uh, <laughs> you would also get early access to episodes just like this one. So look at that. All of that is at your pretty little fingertips at patreon.com slash it's a good time. Yeah. It was a good time. Is a good time over there. Oh, the sure. yes, there it is. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> well, uh, it's time for us to say bye-bye, Blackbird. And <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There's a towel. There's a towel waiting for me on stage right. I got to hose down. Uh, I got you. Um, that, yeah, as they say, is that. Thank <laughs> you.